The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. This is our f***ing city. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Podcast Land. Podcast Land is happens to be located in Westwood, Massachusetts, which is where the Pod 617 studios are. You should visit us sometime. Conveniently located just a couple miles from Route 128 and upstairs from Comella's, the delicious Comella's Italian restaurant. Not a sponsor of this show, but maybe someday. Anyways, I digress. Welcome to the show, Frankie Boyer. She's an old friend of mine. We've crossed paths many times. Always pleasant when we cross paths, Absolutely. I think. I think so, too. And by the way, you're looking. I mean. Go on. You are really, I have to say, ageless. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I am like, you are I'm just ageless. Trying, I'm trying to be the Dick Clark of podcasts. You really are. Although I guess I, he turned out not to be ageless, but for a while he was, yeah, for he sure. Yeah, he was for a long time. Yes. Yes. You're so, looking pretty fabulous. Oh, well, you're, you're looking fabulous yourself, thank Frankie, you, as thank usual. You. And she's sounding fabulous as well because she's a veteran of radio, several different shows over the years. She yes. Now, she, and um, so we'll get into all that. But welcome, Frankie Boy, to the show. Everybody gets a round of applause. Oh, how lovely. On the Boston Podcast. I want to make sure you're, you're adoring fans. So the reason uh, Frankie and I got reconnected recently is because she's got a podcast on Pod 617. I was able to persuade her to partner with us, and so we feature Frankie's podcast, Cannabis Talk A to Z, or are we just calling it Cannabis A to Z as a podcast? It's Either I, way. I like to call it Cannabis Talk cannabis A to talk. Z, okay. an educational odyssey, and that's the, if I could call it just an educational odyssey, I would. Right. All right. Well, that's interesting, and we're going to get into this, I know, but it sounds so um, almost serious and professional and not Cheech and Chong-like at no, all. No, it absolutely... <laughs> no Cheech, no there's Chong. No, no, there yeah. isn't. There isn't. I'm not a stoner. Right. You were just telling me this. So we were just talking before, which yeah, I thought was interesting. So I, I, you she know, does a cannabis talk show and yet <laughs> I'm not a doesn't stoner. get stoned. Okay. I'm well, not this a is stoner, good. yeah. But this is the new world order now when it comes to cannabis. It's, it's no... No longer just for the no, potheads, no. so to speak. It's, <laughs> Not it's even now, close. there are over a hundred compounds mm-hmm. that make that make this plant so spectacular. Right. We're talking agriculture. Mm-hmm. We're talking sustainability. We're talking, it's going to be the financial answer as it has been for Colorado and all of the other states that have had legalization and... Right. The expansion of school systems, and it goes on and on and on. Yep. So where I'm sitting is a really fun place because I'm being totally objective. Mm-hmm. I was on the other side of the fence. I was one of those people that said, no, let's – how dare you want to legalize marijuana? Right. I was on that side of the fence. Yes. And doing a holistic health show for the number of years that I have been, which is – a lot of years, almost 19 years or so. It's ridiculous. I said, ethically, how can I possibly sit here and talk about alternatives and whole person living when I am so on the other side of cannabis? That is bizarre. And I I said, I have to start educating myself. You learned about it? And I learned about it. And you and might say you turned over a new leaf. I right? <laughs> thank you. I'll be here on. Bada bing, bada bang, and bada boom. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And I did. I turned over a, a new leaf, and I, I watched Sanjay Gutta's pod. I didn't like him at first. Mm-hmm. Because he's I, the PhD guy. He's uh, the no. He's the neuro neuroscientist. Oh, he's a neuroscientist. A, a, a surgeon, neurosurgeon from CNN. Right. And Sanjay did weed one, weed mm-hmm. two, weed three, and now weed four. All of them are educational segments. Right. And I started to watch them and other things and other people and, and going to seminars. I didn't know 
CBD. What was CBD? I didn't know what the cannabinoids were. Right. I didn't know THC. I didn't understand percentages. I didn't know strains. It was like a whole new language for me. It was like, yeah. what language is this? I don't speak this language. Yeah. And I said, but I need to learn. And I you knew. felt the duty because you were at the time you were doing a show on holistic. Health. I still am. I, I still, still, do. still am. You're doing both, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so you came to know that there's. Uh, don't let me put words in your mouth, but a a, a whole spectrum of possibilities well, coming yes, from uh, yes, from cannabis. Absolutely, yeah. and I and I've always been. I was founder and president of the Ecology Club in college. You know, I've always been about sustainability. I've always mm-hmm. been about do good for the planet. Right. And this plant does good for the planet. Mm-hmm. You you really it doesn't need pesticides. Mm-hmm. It grows wild. Actually, in Charlestown, there's wild hemp everywhere. Is hemp that right? Is absolutely. It's one of those one of those places that nobody knows about. You're getting I, a I'm little secret, ask... breaking news. Yeah. Wild hemp. Wild hemp. Is running wild. What? <laughs> in Charlestown. It, just saying, near the Navy Yard, just saying. It sounds like a Grateful Dead tribute band. Yes. But but <laughs> um but tell me I'm gonna ask a, an embarrassing question, which I what is the difference between cannabis and hemp? I don't know. Or is hemp in the cannabis family okay, or so, some such thing? So one's the one's female, one's male, one seriously. All right. Now one is one is <laughs> now it's getting used, really interesting. Yes. One is is um well, it's so complicated because you can use the same plant and extract right. the hemp, or you can grow your own hemp without. Okay, the so, other they're piece so they're, they're related. So they're related. They are yes. it, absolutely related. Okay, they are in the same family. Mm-hmm. The difference being is that cannabinoid, mm-hmm. the um, cannabidiol CBD, mm-hmm. is short for that word. Right, cannabidiol will never get you high. So I could give you right now hemp seed. Mm -hmm. which you get. I could give you hemp oil, which is different than full spectrum, and I'll get into that in a moment. I can give you protein drinks made with hemp. I can. That sounds multi-purpose. I can wear this hemp T-shirt, which is a hemp T-shirt I have on, sustainable. You know, there are so many... You see, I don't... (laughs) <laughs> you had me until the T-shirt, which, and I've heard this too. You can make no, clothes. You can make clothes but out of hemp. Europe, but in Europe, why? Using, in Europe, they're using because it's better for the environment. It's better than like cotton. It's better or than cotton. Well, is? cotton is so filled with pesticides. Oh my God! Don't even get me started with uh, cotton. All right, we won't. Yeah, it's it's not the fabric of your life. It's the fabric that's going to kill you because it has so many okay. friggin' pesticides in it. Okay. So, we're talking about hemp that can become stronger than fiberglass it has been used the applications in europe they're making cement with it they're making cars with it ford actually wanted to put hemp he wanted hemp he thought hemp was brilliant and until 75 years ago hemp was everywhere that's why there were wild Wait, he wanted to build a car out of hemp he wanted to use the hemp, <laughs> hemp for, material, for materials in the car. Quick, in the Cheech, to the hemp mobile. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> so, all right, but but let but, but as a part of what you talk about on your show and shows, we should say, is the way this makes people's lives better. Absolutely. Right? So what happened was when I became educated, I became excited, and I said, "This is silly." And two and a half years ago. And I did not get permission. I just went, I do this radio show on BizTalk Radio mm-hmm. every day, besides the holistic health show. It's a lifestyle show. It's very. Where do I, people find that on the dial, Frankie? Just it's biztalkradio.com. Okay. And I'm on every day at 11 o'clock. That, it's so confusing. My life is very confusing. I don't know how I can even keep Thank it Thank God for the CBD. Otherwise, Thank God it'd be for worse. the CBD. Yes. Absolutely. I just one day said Fridays is going to be. Cannabis Talk Day, and a friend of mine who unfortunately passed away, but a dear friend of mine who was the founder of Casablanca Records, an old hippie from way back when from Washington State, Larry Harris, I loved him, miss him terribly. Larry Harris called me up, Frankie, Frankie, listen to me, listen to me, honey, Frankie, (laughs) you have to do this show, you do, yeah, I I agree with you. He's talking about the... A cannabis show. Yeah. Okay. Because I called him up. I said, Larry, what do you think? Well, you got to do a kid. You got to do a kid. (laughs) This is a couple years ago. Oh. More than a couple years ago? 
two and a half years ago. Two and a half years ago, okay. And he said, call it Cannabis Talk A to Z. Cannabis Talk A to Z. That's it. You got to covet kids. And those were her last, his last words. Well, a year later he did die. But, and I then, shouldn't joke. No, He's don't missed. joke. Yes, go ahead. And then I added an educational odyssey. And that came to me in, mm. my, in my meditation the next right. day. I said, you know what? I have to add that because people need to understand we are so uneducated about this plant. So uneducated. Why now? Why now? Why now? Because the up until the sea change has been pretty amazing, right? Absolutely. It, you know what it f- kind of feels like. This, this I may be getting too philosophical, but almost the way opinions changed about same-sex marriage. Now, bear with me, right? For years and years, you know, um, gay people slowly started getting some of the same civil rights that that other minority groups got. But for a while, it was it was you know, Bill Clinton signed the Defense of Marriage Act. Bill Clinton. You know, at one of the liberal lions of his day, you know, a little down the middle, but still. And then all of a sudden, there was this sea change and the, the case here in Massachusetts. And this whole generation of people that are younger than you and I, Frankie. How when, is that when, possible? Yeah, but, <laughs> well, anyways, the, the bulk of them, the, the sort of word on the street was that if you asked anybody in their 20s, they were like, yeah, gay people should get Like, what's the big deal? I don't see why, why you wouldn't let gay people get married. Sort of in a in a similar fashion, all of a sudden the stigma has has um, drifted away like puffs of smoke. Thank you very much for, from <laughs> from marijuana and from cannabis. Um, and you can tell me if you if you agree or disagree. But you know, as recently as ten years ago, or even five years ago, you know, if you smelled marijuana on the streets, you would be like, "Ooh, someone's smoking a doobie. Someone yeah, gets stoned." And absolutely, now, now absolutely. I smell it now, and it's like second nature. It's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. People, you know, maybe, maybe that guy is suffering from um, fibromyalgia, know, pain. pain. Yeah, or maybe they're a maybe it's a veteran that a, needs a, vet. a little help instead of the sure. opioids that are killing us in ridiculous numbers, and we're not really even. Yeah. Or I know, I know people who have like you know Crohn's disease, and this is the absolutely ol- this is the, the only, only thing way. that relaxes yeah. the gut. Yeah, it relaxes the. It really does. It relaxes the gut. Yeah. So, I just one Friday booked the show and but never, just before never we looked get, back. You never looked back. So, you, well, you're part of the cannabis revolution of making it acceptable. I'm wondering. I am. Do you have a theory as to why things turned so quickly? Yes, I do. Okay. There have been some real hardcore people that have been fighting for this for a very long time mm-hmm. and the momentum is with them mm-hmm. and so for example in massachusetts when we most first of them from the hip-hop community right uh, not, that was a joke uh, yeah <laughs> other than rock, rock no that <laughs> hip-hop was a, groups and yeah. rappers and and yeah. you know, pioneers like snoop dogg They've been smart. They've been smart people. In right. addition to Snoop Dogg, absolutely. Sure Listen, Martha Stewart <laughs> is now doing a cooking show with Snoop Dogg. Uh, that's true. You know, I mean, it's that that's acceptable. True. The but tagline to the show is "One of these people is a convicted felon." That's right, and it's not it's the one not you the, think. It's not the one you think. <laughs> so one of the things that happened was when we went to the ballot to vote six and a half years ago. Right. Everyone thought this was never going to pass. Yeah, premature. Premature. Right. Going to take second ballot, second time on the ballot. Right. Two times on the ballot before we get it right. passed. And so yeah. everyone was caught with their pants down. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. They, that, that was it. it everyone was, was caught with their joints unrolled. Joints unrolled. <laughs> and what do we do with it now? Yeah. And then four years later, the legalization, which we're starting to see, Brookline, the lines were very controlled. The numbers. Did you see the numbers? We're not. talking about. I can't even wrap my head around it. We're talking about. I'm so expressive. I'm sorry if I'm making noises here. No, no, you're doing great. Um, Frankie's also talking with her hands. I talk to our, with to my our listening audience. I talk with my hands. Doesn't play as isn't well on radio funny? and podcasting, but I that's okay. I know it isn't that funny. <laughs> People say I'm so expressive, and it's because I do. I talk with my hands, yeah. and I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna put my hands like no, you are. I'm gonna. <laughs> it's okay. I can't. It's coming, I can't. It's just the way I am. It's coming through. As, it's just the way voice. I am. I can't right. help it. I right. just am a talker with my hands. Right. People have to understand two things that are happening. It's it's absolutely going to change the economic picture of this state. It, it is already right. It has absolutely yeah. well, it's already. It's starting to anyway. Yeah. It's starting to. And secondly, what I'm trying to convince with my show, and when I started this show, I got looks like you can't imagine. I had people 
that I got a phone call from uh, my West Coast rep right. that reps my national show. And she said to me. That was a humble brag. Your yeah. West Coast rep, Frankie, you big I shot. I know. Sorry. She is a big shot. She's no, a big I'm shot. not. I'm not. But, but she called me up, and she's a, a Valley girl. And she said, well, <laughs> I have to tell you, I'm very, very sad to tell you that we have to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid some of the sponsors don't want to be on that uh-huh. Friday show. Yeah. Because she found out I was, I, tr- I tried to keep it a secret, but when you're doing See, radio, you know you make it when your sponsors are dropping up because of yeah, something you said. Yeah. That's, that's so, uh, every uh, great broadcaster has so said that. So one of my favorite people in life is Stuart Tonk. Okay. And Stuart is the educator, used to be the educator for Nordic Naturals. And Stuart. Which is, which is what? Which is a Nord- cannabis? Nordic Naturals is, no. a, is a fish oil. Oh, okay. And and because I have bad genes, I've been taking fish oil for years. That's another show and another story. I used to take fish oil pills occasionally when I was getting really into, uh, I don't know, physical fitness or, yeah. or I tried. What happened? I, why did I, what happened when I took the fish oil pills? No, what happened? Why did you stop? <laughs> it's just less of a priority in my life. I get, you get older. No, and you get, no but for a while in my fourth. now though. You no, no, I still, okay. So I, I'll, I'll be happy to go back to fish go oil. Back but no, there was fish. a period when I got really into like, you know, very low carbs, you know, high protein. Yeah. and but that's still a very good and, thing. And not, then a, not like Atkins, but. And a fr- yeah. Who uh, was a dear friend, by the way? Mr. Atkins? Yes, Dr. Atkins was really? a dear friend. Yeah, he used to be on the show all the time. Is is he no longer with us? No, he he oh. fell. He fell on ice uh, several years ago and hit his head and oh, got boy. a uh, had a cerebral hemorrhage and that was the end of Dr. Oh, that Atkins. was the end. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, anyway, so he died I, lean. I, he died lean he as he lived. Lean. He yeah. did die lean. He did die lean. He lived so, his. So, so anyway, so. But anyway, I took, what I was saying is just, just to finish the thought, um, the friend of mine kind of got me into all this and there was a whole uh, salad of pills that he'd recommend, you know, vitamins and such, including fish oil pills. And so occasionally I would take so, them. So and one, Stuart, one time one of them broke, one of the capsules broke. Oh, that's gross. It I smells kn- and it's a mess. And then you realize that it actually is fish oil. That's <laughs> like right, because like, the smell is putrid. I never kind of knew why I was taking it, but yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it does smell yeah, like it a does dead smell. fish. Yeah. So, okay. so I spoke to, so Stuart, at the same time, about four years ago, Stuart Tonk called me up and said, He's this. You, when you hear my show, you will hear Stuart. He's a regular on. Oh, good, yeah, yeah. And he's just, wah, like you. You know, you hear Stuart. He's like il- right. alive with energy, mm-hmm. the most effervescent person I know. He he speaks in conferences and jumps. He's just fabulous. Right. Very animated. Very very animated. Good. So Stuart came on, called me and said, "I'm leaving Nordic Naturals and I'm going to a company called CV Sciences." Mm-hmm. They make CBD oil. They're publicly traded. And I'm going to be their vice president of human development. How about that? And I said, I think that's wonderful. Good for you. And I said, whatever I can do to support you, you've got it. You know, you and I go back a decade, and and I I adore you. And he said to me, you know, you're one of the few people because everyone else has been like, I can't believe he's doing that. Yeah. <gasps> he's leaving a great job. And for all the whispers he heard, there are probably a lot of whispers that he yeah. didn't hear behind his back. And now they are the leaders. Right. Two years ago, let me just tell you quickly. Two sure. ye- Two years ago, he could not buy a booth at Expo West, our big trade show mm-hmm. that I just came back from in Anaheim, California. I was just out there. Mm-hmm. Did you meet with your West Coast rep when you were out there? I did. <laughs> I did, actually. I did. Of course you did. And Stewart's company, you couldn't get near his booth. Mm -hmm. It just is so huge now. So huge. But he was one of the pioneers. So CBD. And he so he he sells CBD in all of its forms. All of its forms. You can get it in the in the tinctures, you can get it in spray. Tincture is like a little jar. A A little little bottle with a little little, bottle, yeah. Yeah, that you just stick under your tongue. Right. And you can get it. He's they're making gummy bears. Right. And they're selling those gummy bears in like Seven Elevens now. I know it, but this those is, are probably okay, not so the ones you want to buy. Warning, warning, timeout, timeout. Okay. Seriously. Yes, timeout. You need to listen to me. If there's one thing you get from this podcast on pod617.com today. Very good. A lot of people screwed up on first reference. You didn't. No. I Very didn't. Well. <laughs> but one of the things that you must understand is that if you do not get full spectrum, full spectrum, and get with a reputable company, Mm-hmm. 
you can get sick. And I'm not saying this to frighten you, but the truth is that there are a lot of it's the Wild West right now. Yeah, you don't know the necessarily farm what bill, you're getting. If the you... Farm Bill was just passed the end of December. President Trump signed the Farm Bill, and he did not use a hemp pen, which we were all very <laughs> upset about. But the hemp bill was passed, which means that CBD, which was once categorized as a Category 1 drug, is no longer. It has no... Ca- no, it's no, it's nothing now. Not it's a not controlled considered, substance. It's not considered uh, a controlled yeah. substance, so it can be sold in every state. Right. And by the way, I make. I'm an alchemist. I'm a chef. I Ooh, don't know if you knew this. No. I'm an artist, and I bubble, I paint. bubble, toil and trouble. I paint. Mix it up. And I paint, and lately my art has been my kitchen. Okay, wait a minute. Painting is different than alchemy, right? Well, you're just talking about your all your artistic pursuits. But but as an artist, I love playing around with food. Okay. So I have become an alchemist, and I'm making keto-friendly, I should have brought them, um, CBD treats. Okay. And I don't know for what example? I'm going to do with them. If anyone out there wants to contact me, frankieboyer at AOL.com, please do. But I'm not sure what to do with them. They're the most amazing. I'm using stevia and monk fruit, and they are people... Cannot believe Wait, you haven't said what they are. We cook. Are they chocolates. cookies? Are they chocolates? Chocolate, okay. Peanut butter cups. Just oh my like, goodness! Just like Reese's. Like Reese's. Just Taste, like Reese's. Tastes like Reese's, but tastes just like Reese's. But CBD but is chills in you them. out. Chills you out. Yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. They're really awesome. I want some. Okay. Next I'll time. make sure you get them. Next Absolutely. Get you will get them. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm here to tell you about an affliction that affects millions of Americans every year. It's growing, and there's no end in sight. I'm talking, of course, about Podcast Envy. Hi, I'm George. I suffered from Podcast Envy. Sure, I had a podcast, but it wasn't the biggest deal. It was just insignificant compared to other podcasts. I felt so inadequate. Hi, I'm Buck. I felt myself consistently looking at other podcasts. They seemed so massive. My friends and I were finally able to conquer Podcast Envy when I found the Boston Podcast Network. They gave us a new podcast, a mighty powerful one, too. They even gave it a name. Shawshanked. We finally had a podcast, one we could hold up high and be proud of. We were now able to whip out our podcast and expose it publicly. Thousands of people received our podcast on the internet on pod617.com. Some enjoy our podcast in bits and spurts. Many prefer to swallow it whole. Either way, don't wait any longer. Please act now. End your own podcast envy. Go to pod617.com and take hold of your own podcast. Find our podcast Shawshank. See if you can handle it. Don't be ashamed of your little podcast. Get a big one at pod617.com. So maybe what we haven't covered, and this is all awesome, Frankie, and I'm learning a lot, but um, what? how does CBD make you feel? Okay, so it will not make you feel high. Right. So a few months ago, a very dear friend of mine had anal cancer, mm-hmm. and he was very sick. And I was his only, you know how everybody has a person? I was his person. Yeah, and he had nobody else. He was yeah. an, a musician, mm-hmm. and had retired about eight years ago, and was living in a subsidized housing, and had no one. And his mother died. Oh God! You know what? I just I I just turned fifty uh, this past year, and I haven't had <laughs> haven't had my uh, colonoscopy yet. It's a good reminder. Thank you, Frankie. Very uh-huh. sobering. Uh-huh. Anyway, so yeah. your poor friend. Yes, my poor friend. Anyway, the bottom line was that he struggled and suffered for years and years and years. And if I didn't have CBD, honestly, I don't think I could handle because he was bipolar, so he was nasty. Not only was he stinky, yeah. Not only was it the most disgusting oh, situation. Oh boy, you're I, a good you're a good friend. I I, I swear. But I, who's taking the CBD? You or him? I or was. Both? You were. He, and he <laughs> you, got some too, okay. but I needed yeah. it to be sure. honest. So instead of my screaming at that driver that cut me off, you son of a, you know, I yeah. beep the horn, which I, you know, I kind of do. Right. Instead of that, I kind of like, you jerk. Yeah. But the level was so, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that explosive level. That well, you're I, a Bostonian. The you jerk still has to come out. It's just a matter of how it comes it out. It came out yeah. so very softly. <laughs> So it was the intent right. was very different. Yes. So I noticed. 
<laughs> this is good. This good sir. This could, you know, people uh, are still flipping each other off, but they're smiling while they do it. So. That's absolutely right. <laughs> right. And and so I used to smile when people flipped me off and my mother said, they're going to take a gun and kill you someday. Stop doing that. <laughs> my late mother, Betty Sue, is who was always suing the bastards. So she, oh, <laughs> I nice. gave her the name Betty Sue. Nice. But but You should smile at people when they flip you off in traffic. And you should do it like like an evil smiler. <laughs> yeah. Because that, cause, well, smiling at them alone just makes them more pissed off. Yeah, it does. What the hell are you smiling about? <laughs> yeah. So um, well, anyway, so right, Stuart... So we, yeah. Stuart and I, um, Stuart came on board and started talking about CBD, and he also was very educational in helping me. So my show started two and a half years ago. I took my Friday lifestyle show on BizTalk Radio and, and changed the name and called it Cannabis Talk A to Z. Right. Larry told me to do that, an educational odyssey, which I added. Two and a half years later, Gary Null's network, Progressive Radio Network, PRN.FM is now mm-hmm. playing it on Tuesdays, um, uh, Sundays rather, at 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. The Genesis Network has about 10 affiliates, some of them FM stations, mm-hmm. and it's taking it. I'm here Terrific. on Pod 617. That's right. I'm on Biz Talk Radio. And so the show... And mo- people, I think people can find... Most or not all of your stuff. Uh, if they go to frankieboyer.com, yeah, Frankie like if, they, if they forget, yeah, because we've got the cannabis one, but Frankie's got other stuff. So. I do. I'm doing. I'm still doing my holistic health show in Boston, Worcester on WCRN, mm-hmm. WACE, and I still do the lifestyle show Monday through Thursday on BizTalk Radio. So I'm, you know, I love radio. I love talking. You it and is, me both. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It gets in your blood. You don't do it for the money. It's not. It's also not as easy as people think. Oh, it's absolutely not easy. And I don't. So, do you ever listen to your, you know, your, your combination oh, hate, radio? You hate listening to yourself. I cannot listen to myself. I hate my voice. You, I hate my voice. And people say to me, "Gosh, you have such a beautiful voice." And I'm like, "Oh, you have a great voice." But it. Yeah. But a lot of people say that. Yeah. Well, you're. I mean, I think I'm not. I'm no. Uh, you know, audio scientist or whatever, but. You hear your voice differently than other people hear it. I hope right? so because, because I couldn't listen. Although, if but I then, heard then it like you that. hear it back, and it sounds different than you think it is. Because when we're talking, it's really a little bit of a bizarre thought to think about. Well, you and I are talking now, and we're wearing headphones, so we can hear our voice coming back to us. Yes. Right. But when you're talking in normal life, you're hearing it through like vibrations in your ear or some such thing, right? Like right. you're not actually hearing. I don't know. It's kind of weird when you think about it. So it it's. People have weird relationships with their own voice. Yes. But what I was saying is, is I will listen to myself just because it's my business. I will listen to the podcast after the fact that that you know I'll usually like put it on in the You're car. You're a better man. Well, it's it takes a lot of practice. You know, it, it to, well, to get good. You You've been doing listen. it for years. Listening is the most important thing. You need to listen. Because what was that you were just saying? I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I wasn't listening. <laughs> Come on, keep up with me, Frankie. <laughs> It's hard to listen, but but I do it occasionally because it's important to stay on top of your game and to see Absolutely. what you how many ums and ahs and oh, I hate that. Yeah, I'm an um guy. Uh, I, hopefully, uh. I haven't ummed that many times. No, but you I, haven't uh, ummed. Okay, I've, I'm really aware. I'm very cognizant of umming, and you didn't. Um. Thank you. I was as I was driving in today, I was saying to myself, cut down on your ums, cut down to a pack a day. <laughs> I have a friend. I have a friend. I won't tell you who it is because she'll get pissed, but. I was talking to her the other day, and I knew this about her because I had said it to her just kind of in passing. I said, you say okay all the time. And she said, whatever. So everybody has a little thing that they say. But hers is is distinct, distinctly um, uh, widespread. In other words, she will. you'll be talking to her and say, so, you know, I'm going to see you on, on Thursday. And, and she'll go, okay. And, and she's at the same time going, okay. Okay, 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 okay. So I talked to her for a, a while the other day, and I, I took out a book. And I, in the course of like uh, 30 minutes, she said it 159 times. <laughs> Was she horrified? I haven't told her yet. Oh. <laughs> you have to have that no, conversation. No, she's going to be pissed. I know, but I would want to know. I would want to know. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're my friend, tell me. Right. Tell me I have bad breath, and tell you me t- I'm <laughs> saying too many okays or wows or. Yeah. I used you to know f- what it really pisses me off when people say, mm-hmm. you know, you'll you'll explain well, when you call up customer service and you you go through with what's going on and they'll go, no problem. Yep. You no problem. Like- no problem. It's like this generation, all they know how to say is no problem. 
What's up with that? I think it started in uh, Jamaica because they say it all the time there. No problem, man. No, no, no problem, man. No problem, man. I, I don't know. So why don't you like no problem? The no problem is good. Because it is a problem. I'm calling you. No problem. Everything is no problem. Thanks for, for calling. No problem. It's like I said to this woman, do you know how many times you've said no problem to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah, it, when it becomes a crutch, then it then it's annoying. Yes. It's annoying. Yes. Although everybody secretly wants to hear you're all set. Like, that, oh, that, that's that's different than no problem. You're all set means that's what you want to hear from customers. Okay, you're all set. You're like, all set. You're all set. Uh, but we can, um, and we don't have to talk all the time about, uh, we don't have to talk for the rest of this podcast about talking, but... but um, in this society of the, the the Twitterverse and everything else, you can go crazy uh, deconstructing small talk like that, like no problem, no problem. And some some people say, um, you know, what, you know uh, why are you asking me how I am or how am I doing or something? Or small talk is small talk. It does have a purpose, right? Sometimes. You know, I just interviewed a Pulitzer Prize winning author the other day who said that the lack of authenticity true is so huge it's true it is so huge yeah yeah no one is authentic anymore we don't look each other in the eyes anymore do you know have you noticed that it's you know why because we're all becoming a little bit more on the autism spectrum that's and, right and are. i say that half jokingly but no it's true um, my my son has autism as i may have told you in the past and I've given a talk where I talk about how the the because there is a there is a rise in cases of autism. It's not a myth. It's not just underdiagnosed. Where is he on the spectrum, if I may ask? Sure, of course. He's somewhere in the middle. He's he's verbal, so he talks, and he's he has a delightful personality. But he repeats stuff a lot, so you can't really have a, a typical conversation with him. But he's doing great. He's very happy, very happy kid. Um, we'll always need some help. Um, but I used to give this talk where I talked about how, like why the spike in autism. Every every uh, theory about the spike in autism has been debunked, or like most of them have. There was the thing about the vaccines, which turned out to be a, a hoax. There are things about diet and everything else. Well, they still put a, they still put too many additives in our vaccines, and okay. too many at one time. Okay, but that so, does, but that repeat after me. That doesn't cause autism. You don't have to repeat no, after me. No. But it doesn't cause <laughs> autism. It doesn't cause autism. I, it, the, the problem with autism is, it is well, it it may, but you're born you're born with a certain number of genes and and your DNA as a I whole am. collection of things. Right, yes, a whole collection of things. Your body, after twenty years of eating crap. Yes. Will break down. How did you know? <laughs> it will break down. It will if break down. If I eat down. crap for 20 yeah, years, yes. And, and it'll say, after 20 years of eating crap, one day you're going to get sick and your body's going to say, screw you, David. I'm not I'm taking any more crap. Right. I'm out of here. Right. Where I could be eating crap for 20 years and it doesn't happen Yeah. Anymore. So it has not, it, it's just my gene pool Except I have really bad genes, so I shouldn't use you as I should. We should reverse it. I have really horrible. Hor I practice epigenetics all the time. What does that mean? Epigenetics. See, I was is, listening. Go ahead. Is how <laughs> how I silence the genes that. So, because I have really bad genes, I have an older. Everyone is. When you say your bad genes, other people, uh, your relatives I and do, ancestors. Yes, have, everybody have had dies and. Yeah. Well, and heart diseases. A whole bunch really. of stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Aneurysms and heart disease. Okay. My brother was 42. My father was 52. Cousins, aunts, everybody. I mean, everybody just, they and dropped. So, therefore. So, I, years ago, became very proactive in how I eat, where I eat, why I eat. Right. And meditation. I live a really whole person kind of lifestyle. And so I practice epigenetics, which is where I silence the genes. I see. Okay. People think I'm crazy because I won't eat sugar and I don't eat gluten. And I'm not deprived because I'm a an alchemist and I create all these wonderful things to eat in my house mm -hmm. using plant-based foods. So I don't have diabetes. I don't have heart disease right now. I don't have an aneurysm. I don't have high blood pressure. I never got breast cancer. Do you eat meat? I didn't have an aneurysm in my, uh, a stroke in my right eye. My older sister, all of those things have happened to her. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 
So sorry, I tried, to, I tried to sneak in a question there. Uh, do you eat meat? No. Okay. No meat. That's part of the. So how do you get your protein? I, I'm a lacto. I do some eggs. Okay. Um and, but mostly I eat a ton of eggs. I get tired of it sometimes. Yeah, but I the, do the, a the, lot of protein though. I do I do a lot of plant based protein products that I love. Okay. You know that kind of stuff. But do you ever? publish share this like on your website or anything like recipes or tips or anything or i suppose I it comes out all the time on your show it yeah it comes you out all the time on my show yeah, yeah. yeah but that's how i live my life i i'm like tom brady you know it's like the way he eats people laugh at him and it's like no that's that's how i eat now you know? do you feel that you are a preacher crusader for this because no because okay because one of the things that turns people I, off about I don't tom brady be, i, I don't want to preach any but to right. anybody because this so is it's my not, it's not for everybody necessarily it's not for, this is my gene pool right. i have crap genes okay. i have thick blood i need to take a ton of fish oil i know all of this because i've had my blood work done through the years and it i have a friend who wrote a book called normal blood test scores aren't good enough yeah la cullen she she has guided me with her company, Your Future Health. So my blood testing, she sees things in blood years before people do. So I see, you know, she called me up one day and said, you're drinking coffee again. Yeah. And I'm like, how the hell did you know that? Oh, from the blood work. From the blood work. Wow. She said, your homocysteine level went up the roof. Coffee beans will do that. So for me, now, I... Now, if, if someone like me wanted to do that, because... Yeah. You said you did it through blood work, which yeah. I'd be—I'm not afraid of needles, so I'd be willing to do that. I also heard of a company who—the uh, name escapes me now—but they do this thing where they will analyze your guts, and what you do is—it's a little gross—but you send in some of your poop, like your in poop, a chart. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, but you—you've yeah. you, done it through. I've done home. it as well. Yeah. Okay, so so. If you wanted to do that, how do you do that? Well, you said you did it through regular blood work. Was that just through a doc? No, or? no, no. She she gives you the orders. She. Creates, I'm sorry, this person is... Yeah, Ellie Cullen, yourfuturehealth.com. Oh, okay. This is what she does. This is what she does. So you don't mind promoting her? Not okay. at all, not Great. at all. Okay. And and her book is free with a small shipping and handling fee. Mm -hmm. If you go to yourfuturehealth.com and Ooh, call them... I think them, I'm going to do this. Okay. They'll give you her book. She's brilliant. She's Johns Hopkins nurse. She was in a wheelchair. She was told she would never, ever be able to walk mm -hmm. with her rheumatoid arthritis with two small kids. And she said, I, you know, it's, I can't live my life like that. So yeah. she got out of the wheelchair using blood testing and nutrition and food and supplements. And it's how I live my life. Yeah. Because a lot of people may not realize. That's why I want to do it. Because I always have this suspicion. Well, we don't know what's yeah, behind. We, exactly. We, and don't, I, we can't look in an x-ray mirror. I say that all the time. If we could look in a mirror and see. I mean. Because it's so complicated. that it, it's not. I mean, it'd be one thing if, you know. Say you're a smoker, right? right? And you wake up every right. morning and you're exactly. coughing. Okay, quit smoking. All of a sudden, you're yeah. not coughing in the morning more. You you might miss cigarettes terribly, but <laughs> but that's an easy one. Every but there's so many things that are more complex. It could, it could be absolutely, and know, that's why I do it. Yeah. yeah okay. If so. my late brother were were still living, I mean, he's been gone 25 years. I, I would have absolutely have had him do do this test. Yeah, because for all I know, I some days I don't feel that great because I'm not eating enough. Uh, you know, vitamin C or, or well, because we all of too, are. I'm eating too much vitamin C. C or I'm not eating no, like... No, <laughs> there's never too much vitamin C. But some C. people, disagree. their guts will disagree with kind of weird things like the, your your guts might well, disagree with that, like guacamole or your guts right, might disagree right. with something you don't realize. Coffee. Or coffee. I, I can't have coffee. All right, how dare you? You can't say that. I, I will not give up my coffee. No, but, <laughs> but you, you probably don't have that problem, but I do. And well, so, I might. I don't know. Maybe, no, you probably maybe coffee's slowly killing me. I don't know. No, yeah, probably okay. not. But, but that's what, what's point. your morning beverage? Um, this morning I'm drinking collagen, powdered collagen, and a vitamin C. <laughs> Sounds absolutely delicious. It really is. <laughs> and little... that's that's a product that you've you didn't create this yourself, or yeah, I, I, yeah. it's a con I put a little um, apple cider vinegar. I, I make you know concoctions. Morning alchemy session. Yeah, right. and if I were home. Mm -hmm. I would be drinking dandelion blend, which is my favorite. Was it made it from. Tastes, it tastes just like coffee. How many dandelions had to die? You know. No, 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 no dying <laughs> no, dandelions. <laughs> it's an herb, but it's really delicious, and it tastes just. And I put hot water in it, and it's. You should do a cookbook. I'm telling you. I should. I know everyone has said that. I have yeah. so many recipes, and I'm. I just. I don't. But the problem is, I don't follow recipes. Okay. I'm an intuitive cook. Right. You know, I'm Which intuitive in everything. I'm yeah. so I'm so intuitive. Right. I'm like I can predict things. I'm like, you know, that little bit of psychic intuitiveness in me. 
but you but you bake though, right? I do bake because if you because the the, the I don't follow recipes. Even for baking? No, not for baking. Because with baking, I would think it would be more critical. Make, because once I you make, put it in the oven, you know, no, if you did I, something, no, you can't I, fix her. I can tell. I, you know, I'm tactile. I can tell. <laughs> She's talking with her hands again. Yes. Um, yes. Can you stick around for a few more minutes, Frankie? Sure. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back on the Boston Podcast with more from Frankie Boyer. Stay with us. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's Are You Not Entertained? The was I and um, the am I entertained? Can I start that again? Sorry. <laughs> am I entertained? I did it again. <laughs> Dumbass! Are you entertained? Ah! All right, sorry, sorry. It's Ed Nathanson. I'm here to give you the podcast that I've always wanted to do. That's talking about movies. That's talking about music, sports, pop culture. That's talking to some of the best people in employer branding around the world. Are you not entertained? Can I start that again? And welcome back to the Boston Podcast here with Frankie Boyer, host of Cannabis Talk A to Z, which you can find here on pod617.com. An educational odyssey. An educational odyssey. I keep forgetting. Well, we got to add that. That's yeah, not on That's not on no, the logo. I know, I know. I'll fix it. I'll be happy to. This and, is so much fun, though, hanging with you. Thank you. And, like, and likewise, I'm glad you're here. You know, we've been... For people who might be wondering, we broadcast... Well, we broadcast. We record out of... Uh, podcast bunker here in Westwood, Mass. We've been here Very for nice. a couple months. We're having a lot of fun. And if you're interested in producing your own podcast, go to pod617.com. You should do it. You should Check. absolutely do it. It's Thank an you. opportunity to really get your view out. Mm-hmm. Anyone with a business, it's a no-brainer. A no-brainer. Yeah. It's Well, you get to tell your story. Absolutely. And, and that way you're not putting out an ad that could be seen as, you know, sort of hackneyed or too salesy or anything. You just tell your story and then invite people on your show that are kind of in your world they want to tell their stories too, and so you do a solid for all your friends or business associates or whoever they may be, and it's a lot of fun. And here I am claiming it's not salesy, and I'm pitching my own services, but but what the hell? I'm proud. Pod617.com. Check it out. Okay. That was not even intended to be a live read or anything like that, but we, <laughs> Frankie and I are having so much fun, and now we're going to do the segment that we regularly do called Good Stuff. Oh, that's the good stuff. So this couldn't be simpler. We just find something good going on. And usually, you know, we're media heads around here. We like to talk about movies and TV. And so Frankie and I were just chatting. And uh, Frankie, uh, after her fancy trip to the West Coast, you were coming back and saw a couple flicks on the on the uh, plane. Is that yes, right? Yes, yes. It's yes. always a treat. It's a, it's, it's, it's a treat when you go onto one of the planes and you see that they've got the little screens. Oh, I'm so happy. Right? Because, I'm so happy. And usually for the long flights, they'll have them. But every once in a while, you get one of those intermediate flights. It, I was just, where was I coming back from? I don't even remember. But it was uh, it was a good 90-minute flight or maybe even a little longer. And then no screens. Oh, no yeah. No screens. And I'm going, oh. I know. And so they give you the ability to watch on your phone, you it's know. Still not but it's not the same. Oh, it absolutely isn't. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you saw. And I have my Dr. Dre headset <laughs> oh, that I bring, bring on Be- the plane with me. Beats by Dre? Yeah, Beats by Dre. The, the big ones or the little no, ones? No, I use the ones little the... ones. I use the little ones. And do they, are they like a normal, because they come in different forms. I used to have a set of Beats by Dre that were like. They really are great sound quality. They're, they are pretty good. They are yeah. pretty good, considering that they're often criticized as being like 80% marketing. But but the, the, the latest incarnation of these are pretty good. But the little buds, I used to have ones that the little buds, and then it would it, it would sort of be connected almost yeah, like necklace yeah. style. And that took me about three weeks to lose that, or maybe someone stole it. I don't know. But do you have the buds or the just kind of traditional? No, kinda? traditional. Okay. All right. I've always been traditional. All right. Headset person. <laughs> so you saw, you were just telling me, you saw the Melissa McCarthy movie, yes. which I, I think has gone under the radar. She got nominated for an Oscar. She did. I thought it was pretty, I thought it was entertaining. I mean, I was entertained on the plane. And so, and it, I've already forgotten what it's called. Do you remember what it's called? Um, Sorry for me. not. Oh, forgive me if I. <laughs> forgive me. What, did, what the We heck? just had it. We, we just, just had, had it too. We've it. got the trailer right here. You know yeah. what? We're going to play the trailer first and it'll probably contain the title of the movie. Let's we'll listen to a little bit of it here. Here we go. 
Just these. I don't want the others. Come on, man. I slept these all the way here. There's people waiting. You know, you don't have to be so disrespectful. You've actually carried my books here. And you are? Lee Israel. Oh, we have copies of your latest work right over there. So, can you ever forgive me? Can you ever forgive me? Can here's a little bit. Here's a little bit more of the trailer. To pay for the writer Lee Israel right now. That's Jane Curtin, right? Yes. The great Jane Curtin. It's four in the afternoon. Are you drunk? I'm hardly drunk. Crazy. No problem. My suggestion to you is you go out there and you find another way to make a living. So she's discovered. Sign yes. Discovered this note, like, in the library or some such thing? Yes. Or she had a note or something. It fell out of a book, and she started embezzling notes and right. using real ones and fake ones. And it's a true story. Lee Israel, the author. Right. Who was alcoholic and down and out. and But I, I found it to be, it had a lot of parts to it that I enjoyed. And so funny, not so much funny? Not so much funny, but like there were... Dark there comedy? Were, yeah, there were some. There was a little bit of very little humor in it, but it was a it was a good storyline. I I it captured my attention on the plane. She's someone that I've always rooted for, and and I hope it's not just the superficial thing that she's like a, a full figured woman in in a skinny Hollywood. But she was so funny in Bridesmaids. Which oh I, my I th- god, I think, I think, she was hysterical. Right? And I don't think Laugh anyone out loud. No, right. she's so. I think she's brilliant. Yeah, I love her. So to see her in this role was so. Anything she does, I'm a huge fan of hers. Huge fan. It goes to show you that someone who's good at one thing might discover that they're even better at other things. In other words, she she. Came, I'm guessing she came up through comedy, and in Bridesmaids, super funny. But you might have thought, okay, well, she's always going to play like the comic relief person. Yes, and. The fact of the matter is she's just good, and she's she's likable. I mean, she's hosted Saturday Night Live, just brilliant as... Uh, oh, brilliant. Who's who's the... Uh, we're, uh, Spicer, Spicy, Sean, 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 Sean Spicer. Oh, my she, gosh, I mean, she was hysterical was ins- Sean Spicer. Inspired. Oh, my gosh, I yeah. laugh out loud. I, I mean, yeah. it doesn't take... A, it takes a lot to make me laugh out loud. Very <laughs> few people make me laugh out loud. Right. Very few comedians, but but she's one of them. Yeah, uh, she's just one of them. Well, it's, it's a combination. Who makes you laugh out loud? Um, let's see. Well, we'll start with anyone on SNL right now. I don't know who are my, who are my favorite guys right now. I mean, uh, Will Will Ferrell. I mean, you were just commenting. Oh yeah, on, on the my Will Ferrell bobblehead here, who you thought looked like Burt Reynolds, which it is kind of does. Now I want to get a Burt Reynolds bobblehead to go. Along. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Well, Do they have any? It's maybe it's Ferrell as. Uh, as uh, Ron Burgundy, Ron, so yeah. same era that uh, Burt Reynolds flourished in. So you know those those guys, Will Ferrell, and although um, as far as stand up goes, you know my favorite used to you know I love Chappelle. I, I used to like Louis C.K. and now I, I've you know uh, been told by society I need to take a year yeah. off, <laughs> which is okay. But uh, he killed me, and um, and then I don't know like the like, Wander Wander is hysterical. Who's that? Wanda Sykes? Wanda Sykes. You like she's her? She's very funny. I don't think I've ever seen her stand up. Oh, she's up. so funny. Yeah. Racy, yeah. but funny. She's yeah. very, very funny. So thumbs up for... Oh, yeah. I, get, I, I would give it... For the Melissa McCarthy movie. I absolutely give yeah. it a thumbs up. Okay. And you also saw Green Book. Green, Green Book. I saw Green Book, and the captain in the middle of the movie, the captain said, guess what? We have so much headwinds. We're coming in early. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't get to see the end of it? So I just had to get it on demand at my house the other night. I, yeah. I had to see the rest of the movie. <laughs> and so you did. You I finished did. it. I finished it. You know, yeah. that, hap- that if that happens now, it's kind of, it's usually an easy fix because it's usually streaming somewhere. Yes. You know? That happened to me in either the 80s or the 90s. I had never seen the movie Network with, you know, George, oh, sure. George C. Scott and who's that? Faye Dunaway? Faye Dunaway. Yeah. Faye Dunaway. So, yeah. and I've always been told it's a classic movie. It's about television. So, of course, I wanted to see it. Uh, so I recorded it on my VCR. Uh, it was must have been on HBO or something one night. And uh, I'm watching. And you'll remember the plot of Network is there's this, this uh, Howard Beale, you know, the, 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 um, that's the George C. Scott character, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, no, 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 it's, no, it's no. Not. We're getting that wrong. Um, I'll find, I'll find the actor. 
Um, but anyway, he he's it's kind of the, that movie was kind of ahead of its time. I'll get to the point eventually, I swear. But, but very because, ahead of its time because it was about reality TV. Uh, right, Howard Beale was the name of the character, and the um, William was it William Holden? No, William Holden was the the older dude. Um, oh, for heaven's sakes, I might have to clean this up later. Peter was it Peter Finch? Uh, yes, yes. He plays Peter Finch Peter is Howard Finch. Beale. Yes, there we go. Okay. It was Peter Finch. George C. Yes. Scott was not in this movie. No, Sorry, Peter my apologies Finch. to uh, the George C. Scott camp. And um, Ned Beatty was in there as as like a network ex- evil network executive, and so. But the plot of the movie was he becomes Howard Beale becomes so popular in sort of a reality TV kind of way, like he had these little reality TV elements to his show, and he becomes so popular because he goes on a big rant. Also, you know that that's shades of, of you know everything is about ranting now. You know. Yes. And. CBD the, oil. CBD <laughs> rant less with CBD oil, and the the network executives come up with this absolutely bizarre idea to kill him on the air, to actually murder him on the air. That would be the most appropriate conclusion and get the best ratings and all this crazy stuff. And my tape cut off like seven minutes before, <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I was I was I'm like, well, now I don't know what happened, and there was no internet at the time to look up what happened. Now I, I just guess it I still just have does to wait. that. By the way, On Demand yeah. still does that. It doesn't understand the movie is not. It's still continuing. You're talking about like on a, when a DVR cuts yeah, you DVR. off? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it still does that. It's so frustrating. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, thank God that you found out that the protagonists in Green Book made it back to New, yes. York, New York safely because they did. Yeah. Did you um, like the movie? I liked it a lot. and and um, It's gotten a lot of criticism. I know. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. Yeah. So, so Very how, controversial. So how do you feel about that, that the, you know, the, the family of the musician portrayed in the movie has said, you know, we were not consulted, and it became this movie about a white person teaching a black person about racism and how, and sensitivity and things like that. I didn't I didn't feel that. I yeah. could see it, but I didn't feel it. Yeah, and I felt the same way. I walked away from the movie I I'm, I don't like this new thing about people telling you that you need to consider other things out of the outside of the four corners. Like I just saw a really good movie. And it's like, "Well, yeah, but it wasn't exactly the way it happened." And it's like, "Well, Okay, like, but it was a great movie. Yeah, I think so. It told the story. It told the story. It's not as if it portrayed him as a simpleton or anything. It portrayed him right. as a genius. Absolutely, who, I thought it it yeah. portrayed him as a brilliant musician. And it be, it was cl- made clear, I think, in the movie that he didn't have to. Actually, there is a scene where the uh, the lip the 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 white dude in the movie, you know, the bouncer from New York. He's pulled aside by someone who knows the musician. I'm forgetting his name already, but um, and says, you know, he didn't have to do this tour. He doesn't have to go down south. You know, he could have stayed up north where racial tensions aren't as profound. He wanted. He, he, there was a lot of courage in what he did, and, and you know, it cost him. You know, he he came back with some literal bruises, and so yeah, I I just. Um, you know, the, the family's upset about the movie. They're entitled to I mean, they're so close to it, you know. Yes, absolutely. I think I think the reason they're upset, it's just a theory, but that there was a portrayal of him with uh, with uh, this secret uh, sexual tryst with another man, it, you know, that that's portrayed as kind of an embarrassing moment. The cops come in. And I wonder if the family th- thought, you know, maybe should have left that part yeah, out. Yeah. I don't know. Um Let's see. Can I do? I'll do one good stuff. Okay. But it's an. Do you want? Okay. So I can give you either one a recommendation of something to watch or something to stay away from. Which would you like? Something to watch. Something to watch. (laughs) Okay. Um, There is a documentary called Strongman, which um, I believe you can find. Is it on Netflix? I believe. Did I see it? I think I may have. On Netflix. Sorry. I mean, I can't say Netflix without. Okay, I feel better. So um, I'll find out exactly where you can watch it. But so this is a documentary about one of these guys who's like uh, modern day, although not super modern day, but uh, sort of Schwarzenegger bodybuilder guy, but also kind of the old fashioned like, hey, come down to the country fair and see this guy lift a truck above his head or something like that. You know, I have this memory of in, in when I went to uh, summer camp as a kid, they they brought a guy like this in. He was the entertainment for the night, like a traveling strongman. 
and he did this thing where he laid on a, a bed of nails and I think had a had a motorcycle ride over his chest or some such thing. So um, this guy is, let's see, I want get, to get sure his name is right. It's, um, I'll have to clean this up, documentary, strongman. I tell people don't over-prepare for podcasts, but a little bit of preparation goes a long <laughs> way. Uh, okay, coming back in. Are you loving that you're doing this, by the way, this podcast, yes, this, this it's, network it's, you've I created? Do. I do. People tell me I'm, I'm, this is what I should have been doing all along, but, you know, podcasts do Yeah, you're great on the radio. Exist. You're great. You're great on air. Thank you. I've always sort of, you know, dabbled in radio, but uh, never had an opportunity to make it my full-time thing, and this is a lot of fun. Um, I'll, I can I can find it on No, no, I've got it. I'm just trying to figure out exactly what I'm going to say, because I'm going to cut this part up. Okay. So, uh, three, two, one. So, this documentary is called strongman it's it's actually from 2009 and i don't know why i just noticed it i think it came up on a list of really good documentaries but it involves this one of these old-timey strongman guys he goes by the tag stainless steel okay and so it's it's one of these where it starts out that it starts out as like a compelling look into a guy who does something really unusual for a living he is known as the only man on earth that can bend a penny with his fingers and and that's depicted in the movie and it's it's just interesting how um he's when he, when they capture so many moments where there's just anguish on his face um from doing this and so as it turns out you you quickly become aware by the way you can find it on amazon amazon prime video it's not on netflix so sorry netflix uh and He's got this uh, wife who has been stuck by his side and kind of his pitch man. But then it inevitably you learn that it, there's a, like a sadness underneath him that he's never quite made it as a strong man. And there are these other strong men who do these competitions who get all the glamour. And this guy, Stanley Steele, is just kind of scraping by. So it's and he's got a a brother who is apparently addicted to drugs and you see oh, a lot of gosh, that. Yeah. Okay, so you can tell it's compelling. I'm not going to tell you what all happens because right, right, no, no one's heard of this guy. But stainless steel, strong man. Check it out, Amazon Video. And it, it uh, and the other other thing is this: there's this anguish between he and his wife, which leads to one of the most am- amazing moments I've ever seen in a documentary oh. in terms of in terms of not even like a shouting match or anything like that. But there's a there's a moment where the cameraman expertly just captures um, some of the expressions on their faces during an exchange. And it's one of those, you know, so many documentaries is like, eh, was this real? Is this stage? Like, it's the most real thing you've ever seen. Okay, So that's I'll the teaser. Strongman. Okay. okay. And that will close out good stuff. And since I have a fancy outro, why don't we play that? There you go. So I hope you had fun today, Frankie. Oh, I had a blast. So yes. this is this is um, you know as uh, Danny said to Sandy at the beginning of Greece, this isn't the end. This is just the beginning. Absolutely, <laughs> and I, so, I hope so. You're going to be yes. on my Biz Talk Radio show. We're going to set a date before we leave. Absolutely, and new episodes of Cannabis Talk A to Z, an educational journey. Yeah, an Let's educational odyssey. Odyssey. Oh, it's be a journey and an odyssey. We'll be coming your way. Yours is better. It's more Greek. An educational odyssey, and uh, so every 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 week a new edition yes, of the pod. Absolutely, right? okay. every week. So make sure you check it out. It's um, it's it's really something that crosses across so many spectrum. In other words, whether or not you think cannabis is your thing, it might be your thing, and you don't even, you don't even know about it yet. That's right. right. Your yeah. endocannabinoid system, we all have one, needs it. So. You don't realize you had one, but you didn't have know one. you had one. Thirty right. years ago, they discovered we had one, so it's right. it's fun. So make sure you check out. Uh, yes. Did we forget anything, Frank? No, we we we're good. I'm gonna we're have good. I'm gonna have you on again down the road, and we'll yes. talk about more stuff. But, okay. And uh, you can find all of Frankie's old pods, of course, at pod617.com, but also frankieboyer.com. She's got her other shows on there, and 
you were bold enough to give out your email address. Why don't we do that one more time? It's Frankie Boyer at AOL.com. At AOL.com. Get in touch with Frankie. She's someone you should know. Do you need CBD oil or maybe some <laughs> no, other no. combination <laughs> of alchemy? Well, she doesn't sell it. She just tells That's, you. No, I'm not selling it yet. No. But if you have any ideas, I'm, I'm more than willing because it's really good stuff. And suggestions. If, if people have a suggestion for a guest to be on your yes, show, you're absolutely. all ears, right? Absolutely. Excellent. This It's really growing in Massachusetts. So now's the time, kids. And we thank you for listening to the Boston Podcast. Per usual, if you liked this edition of the pod, please share it with a friend or a colleague. Just hit share on that app, whatever app you happen to be listening on, iTunes, Spotify, or right on our website. It's a free podcast. Share it. Come on, folks. What else do you want from us? Anyway, (laughs) hope you enjoyed it. Enjoy your day, Boston. You have to do this show. You do. Yeah, I, I agree with you. 